Hey, bows and bow ties. So look, I don't want to come on camera tonight because I'm in my room. And although I am appropriate, I just really don't feel like I should be coming on camera because that's just the way I'm feeling. So while I do stuff, I figured I would just go ahead and just get a couple things off my chest. So sorry to hear a little bit of background noise here. All right. So look. Let me just say this. I wasn't quite sure exactly how to title this. So it's called, There is no healthy sisterhood if one person is pretty. Um, let me read you a definition of sisterhood. The first one says the relationship between sisters, right? That's kind of pretty basic. And then the other one says an association, society, or community of women linked by a common interest, religion, or trade. I want to read this one again. An association, society, or community of women. Keywords, community of women, community of women, linked by a common interest, religion, or trade. And so I was thinking about women who look like me. Um, there's no secret that um, there are many, I would say, social um, or sociological things that impact the community, right? You know, we, within the Black community itself, there are many cultures. There are many cultures, as in any kind of community, right? But there's, there's various cultures. And the one I want to speak to primarily is this, this notion of sisterhood. So getting back to the definition, it talks about um, the community of women linked by a common interest, religion, or, or um, trade. You know, between watching what's happening with the Cassie situation, you know, with her lawsuit against um, P. Diddy, Sean Puppy Combs, or whatever name he goes by today that has been settled. You've got what's happening in reality TV. I have not been watching any of The Real Housewives. Maybe I will return to it. I don't know. Um, but when I, 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 I haven't been watching them because I don't like how we're treating each other. The community has turned into one that seems to relish the downfall of another woman, right? Especially a black woman. I, I believe we are engaged in a lot of um, schadenfreude, right? Do I have that up here? I used to keep that up here, schadenfreude, the, the official definition of schadenfreude. Um, and that's basically when you delight in someone's downfall, if, if I keep it at a very like high level. Um, I look at, I, I've listened to a couple content creators over the last week or so. I've been in and out. I, I, you guys know I've been pretty busy. I've had some things going on in my personal life where people have been um, talking about some of the, the um, you know, uh, Real Housewives and Married to Medicine, stuff like that. And I listened to how even like the women, these are supposed to be older women too. And they, they, in, they, they they take joy, they take the light in shade we drag. And I've done several videos on that in the past, and hopefully I can link that in here, um, if I remember to. Um, I look at how we treat each other. 
Now, where am I going with this? I was thinking about how, um, you know, I, I did a video on, um, I forgot what it was called, but it was something like plain jeans versus pretty girls. And it was the, the, the I don't want to call it controversy. It was like, why would somebody want a plain jean, you know, when I'm a pretty girl, all this other stuff. But what we don't talk about, which is going to sound like, I cannot believe you're bringing this up. Um, we don't talk about the flip side to when people are, are pretty or beautiful and what comes with that. So I know based on how I show up on live stream, oftentimes I probably don't present as a pretty woman. I'm in my back to my plain Jane era. Um, I used to be a plain Jane. Then I went through my super cute phase. And, and now I'm just in this space right now where I am content in, in just showing up as the way I want to show up right now. And this could all change. Maybe tomorrow I might go back to being glammed out. I don't know. Um, the little picture you have that you see right there of me is just a pretty basic picture of me, but I like it because it's clean, right? There's, there's no fanfare other than my, my sunglasses, but that's just where I'm at with it. Um, where I wanted to go with this was when you have women who are deemed to be pretty by conventional societal standards, oftentimes um, they they are not heard. Now, there are going to be people who are going to sit here and say, like, I cannot believe you're literally having this conversation, but I, I am having this conversation because there are times when people will um, engage in subversive behavior against someone who's deemed to be conventionally pretty. Um, and there's a variety of reasons. But when we talk about the definition of sisterhood, going back to the definition, an association, society, or community of women linked by a common interest, religion, or trade, I believe there really isn't one these days. There's no sisterhood. Because I believe right now, and I'm going to speak about Black women for a moment, so many Black women want to be seen. They want to be seen. And it's hard to be seen, right? Because you've got you've got uh, those who are conventionally beautiful and they have the right skin tone, right? You've got those who have... The body, yaddy, yaddy, right? You, you know, you got the thin versus the thick. You've got light versus dark. You've got the features that people like. Um, the, the, on and on and on, right? And so what happens is by virtue of this whole pretty versus non-pretty woman or whatever like that, it's breeding a lot of competition. And some of that's going to be natural when you are younger, Right. Because when you're younger, you're in your prime mating um, age. But the thing that, 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 that makes me pause is when you have the person who is conventional and pretty um, and people engage in subversive behavior 
Um, you got people, when I say subversive, I'm talking about that, that sneaky behavior, that nasty behavior, the behind the back behavior, things that are not meant for you to do well. You, you've got people who engage, um, insane. They give like these backhanded compliments to you or this offhanded things. Like I've, I've seen that. I've been, I've been, um, I've, I've had that happen to me. You know, but when we talk about the sisterhood thing, I, I, I honestly believe there is no sisterhood, um, at, least, at least not in mass, because there's so many different societal things that are in the way. Light versus dark, thin versus thick. You got conventional, pretty uh, features. And what happens is it breeds competition. And so one of the things that I, I, I find that is oftentimes what, what people will do is if you are um, not conventionally attractive and you're not even ugly, I've seen this happen many times. I've witnessed this where people will actually look for flaws in the so-called pretty person to try to bring them down a notch for no reason. I mean, there, there's always going to be those who um, who have a big head about themselves, but then there's some who are, are not like that. But to, I, w- I would watch how people would just say some of the nastiest things. I've had people say things to me. I've had people say things to me for no reason at all. Now, granted, I'm back in my plain Jane era, but back in my fitter, finer, younger days when I was trying to kill them, you know, people will go out of their way to make sure they want to humble you. They want to humiliate you. Um, what I think is happening, hold on, I need to like fuss at my kids because they are so loud. Let me send out a message on the bat phone here to my kids. Hold on a second. Should I put it on Alexa? Hold on. Oops. Hold on a second, guys. I'm getting myself together. I got to text my kids while I'm on this live stream. Okay. So anyway, I'm back. (sighs) What I'm finding is that when people um, are conventionally pretty and you've got those who aren't, right? I find that there there tends to be a, a... When I say that they're not conventionally pretty, it's not that they're ugly. It's just that one person is most likely elevated, I would say, in terms of being visible. For some people, it's getting attention from a mate. For some people, it's getting recognized for capability. For some people, it it could be just getting opportunities, whatever, okay? And so um, I won't deny that having certain um, features will get you a lot of attention. But what I'm finding also is it's hard for there to be sisterhood at this point in time, because there's so many societal things put in this, in in the black community. So right now you get a lot of people want to talk about colorism and it's a conversation that should be had. But right now I feel because it's a conversation that should be had, it is also a barrier. It is it is becoming a thing among some people, not all people. And I shouldn't have to make quali- qualifiers, but, you know, we're, we're here. So that that tends to be a thing. And then, of course, like with the body situation, everything like that. But a lot of it comes back to being visible. 
There's so many women right now who are not feeling heard, right? Maybe they were in bad relationships. Maybe they want to be in a relationship and they're struggling to be in a relationship. Maybe they want that promotion. Uh, I don't know. Maybe within friendships, they're having a hard time being seen. And sometimes people don't even realize it could just simply be personality, right? I will say oftentimes those who are conventionally pretty will... I guess they will, not all, but sometimes they tend to be a little bit more outgoing too, right? Because they get, they maybe they feel freer. I don't know. I do know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't even know how to express that point intelligently right now. But what I, I just feel like the sisterhood isn't there. Everyone is competing for visibility. Like I said, for some people, it's, you know, finding a mate. For some people, it's just opportunity. You know, um, I think that when Black women are having these relationships, I, I feel like, how do I, I don't even know how to really describe it. It's almost as if some people are walking into some of these relationships. When I say relationships, I'm not necessarily talking about with a mate. I'm talking about friendships, whatever. Um, it can be with um, family members, anything. They're already defeated because of maybe some things that has happened in the past. I don't know. But I think that that carries throughout life, right? I think that now people are you know, already going into it with a defeated attitude because they know that their visibility or perceived visibility does not measure up. And so what happens is because they don't feel as if they're visible and maybe they're not visible. I, I don't know. And what happens is there, there breeds animosity and resentment. And people may say that it doesn't happen, but I think it does. I most certainly think it does. Um, there's this whole notion of pretty privilege. I do believe it exists. I believe those who are considered to be pretty, depending on what environment you are in, um, you're going to get advantages. You're going to be seen more. You are visible. You are visible. I think what happens is if you feel like you're not visible, sometimes it makes it harder to compete. So maybe it's, 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 it's like almost like, leading to learned helplessness. We've got whole channels out here dedicated to, to light skin and dark skin. Every once in a blue moon, I might check in on those channels. I may or may not subscribe and unsubscribe or whatever, just to like get a temper to check to see what's going on. Um, but I will, I really do believe like there is no sisterhood. There's no sisterhood. Um, I look at what's happening with the whole Cassie thing and, you know, it's just comments all over the place. You know, I, I, maybe I, I have a little bit of a delusion, but I just feel like regardless of if she has any sort of privileges, um, she has suffered traumas and has been a victim of many abuses, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Everything is alleged. So I feel like because she was was she was able to live life 
on the highest of the high. She had some level of fame. She had fortune. She had access. She had a lot of privileges. Okay, so can you hear my husband downstairs screaming at the game? Um, but So she has some level of privilege. She had a lot of privileges. And I think people probably want to negate the fact that, well, you had this, you had that. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, this woman has still suffered. She has suffered greatly. Anyway, I just want to say, I just don't think there is a sisterhood among people. When, when someone is pretty and someone is not, my husband is really going in right now. I'm going to have to end this live because he is so loud. I think about friendships. I think about how people don't think you have feelings because if they think you are what is deemed to be pretty or attractive, right? They don't think you have feelings. They don't think that you need sisterhood. They don't think that you need compassion or empathy or understanding. They're like, well, what do you know about any of those things? So anyway, I just wanted to just have that short little conversation um, there are people out there who are, are struggling and suffering greatly. And I think oftentimes people think because they may look a certain way that they don't need people, that they don't suffer, you know? Um, it, it, and I'm going to bring up the colorism thing for a second too, because I, I typically don't like to have this conversation unless it's done in a meaningful way. Um, I'm, I, you know, there's there are people... The, the women who are darker have, I, I know they've been through some things. I have not experienced what they have experienced, but I've seen it. I've witnessed some of it. I've tried to help combat some of it. Sometimes I don't think I was a good enough ally, right? But I've also seen the flip side of what people can do too. When, they, when people are so hurt and they feel invisible, I'll give you a good point. I was in college one time. I was friends with this one lady. We're going to just call her Jane Doe. Jane Doe, I guess I was just like oblivious. We'll we'll go with that. Um, I had different groups of friends, but I was friends with this one girl, Jane Doe. She um, was a dark-skinned woman. I never thought anything. I never thought she was unattractive or anything like that. I thought she still like had a lot to offer. And I, I thought she was kind of attractive, but you know, I'm not into women. So, you know, men and women see things differently. Long story short, she apparently had some sort of crush on a guy that I didn't even know was crushing on me. I was completely oblivious because I had my own life going on. I had different activities and several groups of friends. And she actually um, went around and spread a, <laughs> she spread a rumor that I was a lesbian and I was into her. Now keep in mind, I'm like, who's a lesbian? I had no idea. I was, I've never had been into women, but anyway, the, the only thing that made it, um, I shouldn't say the only thing, but no one believed her because, um, there was one guy I was dating and people knew I was dating him, but I just didn't make it obvious. And they're like, we know you're not a lesbian. And it's about time you finally came around because she's never really been a friend. She's always talked about you and you've been so nice to her and she's just been awful. But you know, people didn't want to be too messy, but they were like, I'm glad you're finally seeing it. It took somebody telling me, they're like, you do realize she's saying that you're a lesbian or whatever. And of course she denied it all, but they were like, how can you not see? And then she was make comments about my color, you know, like this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, okay, 
I've had so many people have so many things to say about these things. And where I was going with that, I'm just kind of like when you have multiple people who, um, you know, what do we call it? Deeply melanated. I've had multiple women do some really effed up things, just some really messed up things. And here I am thinking, you know, we're friends. And I was like, you know what? Shame on me for being so stupid. So I don't know. I just wanted to show the, the flip planet side of the coin. But going back to the no sisterhood thing, it is evident in the culture there is no sisterhood, especially if one of them is conventionally pretty. But this goes beyond prettiness. There's just no sisterhood. And if you look at what's happening on reality TV, which we all know is not reality, I'm like, this is what we choose to portray of the women. And all they do is sit there and tear each other down. They talk about each other behind each other's behind their backs and they tear each other down because everybody's trying to be seen. Everybody's trying to be visible. They want to be heard. And I don't know if it's just endemic. um, If it's just something that's within our community that maybe black women are not feeling seen and not feeling heard. So it's becoming like crabs in a barrel. Well, if I'm not going to be seen or heard, well, at least I want to be the most seen within the community. I don't know. I can't, I I don't know. What I will say is going back to sisterhood, the definition says an association, society, or community community of women linked by a common interest, religion, or trade. Well, I would like to think that Black women in general would have a sisterhood. And and I don't know. Maybe I spoke too soon when I say there's no sisterhood. I'm just going to say it's a fledgling sisterhood. Maybe I'll, I'll stick to that. It's a fledgling sisterhood. Anyway, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. I'm curious as to your thoughts. All right. I don't know why. I hope that you guys can hear me. Okay. Let me know your thoughts.